The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but it's like taking vitamin C. That's good right there. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Keep this in mind. News with an agenda is propaganda. What? Say that again, Dave. That's a good line. News with an agenda is propaganda. Woo-hoo. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? That's simple because my pursuit of being a horseshoe champion fell short. That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. That's 10,800 half seconds with many of those already gone. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show as we proved it yesterday. We don't know what we're doing. I mean, we really don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. That is also a fact. And we don't care. That's about a half a fact right there. Uh, it doesn't really matter because for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Does God want to do new stuff in our lives in this upcoming year? If you really want to get an answer to that, look at Revelation 21.5. Here is the bottom line. Perhaps you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question We don't want that to die of loneliness. We want you to have an opportunity to reach out to us. You simply dial 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you will end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right? You are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite. Talking to dynamite D. That's just like showing up to the studio with your bag and having your show prep all set up. Very personal experience. (laughs) Have to love that. Also, if you want to reach out to us during the show, you can do that by text. You can. Text 214-210-8483. That's 
And uh, well, that was a little shady right there at the last word. Well, that's okay. I can work it out. Uh, bottom line is you can also email us during the show. We like that, too. And I do have my computer. See, the biggest thing I want to say about that is yesterday when we were trying to pull it all together because I had no notes, no computer, no anything, the one thing I realized I missed this morning uh, while I was putting it all together was when I am doing my show prep, I play worship songs. And so because I didn't have my computer, I wasn't able to play the worship songs I normally play. That was the big difference. I was wondering about that. I thought they you played them on your phone. No, I play it on my little computer oh, wow. thing. You know, I'm not I'm not as phone savvy as most people. I think the phone is an excellent piece of equipment for defense, and by that if somebody comes at me, I just throw it at them. But that's my phone defense. I it's an automatic phone defense system. Anyway, if you want to email us, just do it to David at he must That's David at he must Also, we're going to send you up to the website, as we often do. Please keep in mind on Monday, Monday that is, I'm saying Monday, there will be a replay, but an excellent replay. I will tell you that right now because it will be the New Year day and everybody has a day off here. Not that I'll actually have a day off at the house, but I'm just having a day off uh, at the radio. And uh, also on the website is an opportunity to give. Now, you can give directly through the website, which we like. It's easy. It makes it simple. Nobody's ever had a single problem, not once. And it also gives you information on how to give if you don't want to go through the website because money, we could use it. (laughs) That's how we say it. Please check out the website, hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemostincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. Wait, I was waiting for the what's up, Doc. You're killing me here. <laughs> You're killing me. Although, that's a lot better than just the spring. You a know little what I'm bit saying? longer. Yeah, it's a little bit longer. I like that much, much better. All right, so those are some of the sound effects. That's like taking vitamin C. So you take that. It's like, oh, vitamin C, that's good for you. Take that, okay? And then just keep in mind what I said before. This is a really good line. Some of you should take this line and use it. News with an agenda is propaganda. Yep, that's right. You can you can use that all you want. Share that with anybody you'd like to. Okay, we got a lot of stuff to take care of. I do want to give you some updates. You guys have been praying for my daughter. I told you she was doing better. You've also been praying for Noel, my beautiful, and she's beautiful, and best friend, wife, everything in the whole universe who's got a day off today. So I told her, don't listen to the show. Just rest, okay? Just take it easy. But anyway, she's doing about 50% better at some of the struggle that she was going through at her job, which we also prayed for. And you think, well, do you think that God will answer prayers for people who are going through situational struggles? Specifically, yes. The Scripture says that in Hebrews 4.16, we come to the throne of grace— to receive mercy in our time of need. That's situational mercy, situational grace. And we need that in many of our situations. Yes, the Lord loves you. Yes, he saved you by grace. You receive it through faith. He gives it because he loves. That's all true. But God also brings grace 
unmerited favor into your circumstance. Let's pray over the audience for that right now. We come before you, Heavenly Father. We love you. We worship you. We adore you. We magnify your, your name. Father who art thou in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We just praise you for every awesome thing that's going on. And, Lord, we praise you for the things we don't understand. I don't understand everything you're doing, but I have this seed of trust in you, and I'm praying that that seed will grow. And so for each person in a situation, in a circumstance that just seems out of control or out of their hands, Lord, please extend your situational grace into their moment into their circumstance. Pour your grace into that which they are warring against and grant them that favor. We pray in the powerful, awesome, unchallengeable name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen. Okay, so that's how we open up with prayer. Do that quite often. As you can tell, I'm kind of in a little bit of a roll zone. So just hang out with me. You'll have a good time. Uh, We are in 2 Corinthians. Uh, For those that do not know, we've actually done one, two, one, two, three teachings in in 2 Corinthians. Here's teaching number four. We're picking it up at verse 10. Chapter 1, verse 10 says this. He has delivered us from such deadly peril. And he will deliver us. In him we have placed our hope that he will yet again deliver us. Listen to this. The deliverance of God is something that has happened in the past. God has delivered you. Praise the Lord. The Lord not only has delivered you, he is delivering you, even right now, from things that hold you in bondage and things that take away the joy and things that strike against you. And the great thing is he will also yet do it in the future. He has, he will, and he will yet again deliver us because he has and he will and again deliver us again because he's done it before. He'll do it again. And there are so many key truths in our Christian walk about the he has done it, he is doing it, and he will do it. And so what happens for us, and it happened to Israel, and you, you acknowledge it because we know we go through it, this personal struggle. We, we have something we go through. The Lord delivers us, right? We're like, yay. You know, you have your little own parade or celebration or whatever that is. And then you're like, okay, you're going through something else. You have a little bit of faith, and, and maybe you're getting through that one. And then something else comes, and it's really huge, and you're like, oh, no. And it's like, what? are you going to do for me? And we quickly forget about what God did in the past. We rarely remember what he's currently doing. And we look at the future and we go, eek, it looks enormous. Well, the same God who delivered us in the past delivers us currently and will yet deliver us will never fail us. And if we could grasp that he has, he is, and he will then we can find freedom that delivers us from a lot of our struggles. 
We don't have to sit there and go, oh, how are you going to do this one? We could rather say, I look forward to you showing me how you're going to manifest your grace, your mercy, and your kindness in this situation. The bigger problem for you and I, or at least for me, maybe not for you as much, is that once God does something fantastic and I remember and I dance and I thank him, when I get to the next trial— I seem to have a memory loss, <laughs> which is like, uh, and it's that same attitude. Just bear with me. I think you'll, you'll appreciate this, but it is a very much what have you done for me lately attitude. And it's not that we don't think God is faithful. It's just that we're feeling it because we're in it. Or we sense it because it's impending. Hey, the same God that delivered you before is delivering you now and will deliver you in the future. And we do not need to be afraid. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants us operating in fear because fear sucks the life out of faith. And that's what the enemy's trying to get us in. I say, well, wait, wait, wait. We don't have to do that. That's right. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. It's a decision. Ooh, that's powerful. All right. Take a break and then come back. Love this stuff. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Hey there, it's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. Amazing! And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. What is the David Spoon Experience? Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God for you and I. God provided his own burnt offering, his own Lamb of sacrifice, because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death. That's the result. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. 
And this is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so by saying this prayer. And don't go anywhere because I got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins, according to the Scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father and are coming back soon, and I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, getting ready to open up with our very first trivia question. And it's a doozy. I don't know what a doozy is, but it must be that. The word Armageddon is used only one time in Scripture. Okay, not talking about Armageddon. Armageddon. The word Armageddon is used only one time in Scripture. In what book of the Bible is this word found? <laughs> My wife says, sometimes when you laugh like that, she goes, I get really worried. Like, <laughs> she goes, don't do that. Anyway, you can call <laughs> which which book of the Bible is that word in? Which book of the Bible? Uh, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Additionally, now you can send an email, david at he must increase.org, because you want to know why? Because I got my my little Chromebook in front of me. It might be only worth 39 cents, but it does a good job for 39 cents. I just want to say, you know, I like that. All right, so that's the question. So it's only said one time. I'm just making sure. So, so the phrase Armageddon, which is a place, that's one thing. that We're not talking about that. The word Armageddon is used only one time in Scripture. And what book of the Bible is this word found? Okay, so we had everybody who's texted in so far has got it 100% correct. And right now, I think Deb and Joanne and Cordelia are kind of tied for the pow I'm going to check it out in a little bit. But you can reach out 972-445-0770, also 214-210-8483, or send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. There is a couple things I do want to tell you that I, you're going to think I'm going to just, you know, losing my mind. But. Oh, well, Manish Tana, why should this day be different than any other day? So most people are getting ready to go into the new year. You know that's coming up, okay? Now listen. Listen to me. Listen to your brother, younger to some, older to others. Nonetheless, every once in a while, a brother has a really good thing to say. Some of you are going to try and make some commitments as you go into the new year, and there's Absolutely nothing wrong with making a commitment going, hey, I want to do this. I want to start fresh. I want to try this way. And, you know, it's just a great thing to have a fresh start. I'm just going to say that right now. What you can't do, 
what I'm not going as your brother is put a legalism on yourself that if it doesn't go perfectly, you think, I have failed God. Don't do that. You know, I mean, I know most people do it for weight <laughs> and for exercise. I know, I know. I'm not talking about it. Some people are saying, I'm going to spend more time in the Word, or I'm going to spend more time praying, or whatever it is. I'm going to be nicer to this person. I'm going to be nicer to myself. I'm going to be whatever. I don't care. I don't, it doesn't matter. Just don't drop the legalism Larry or legalism, you know, uh, Loretta on yourself. Just don't do that, okay? Just like, okay, well, here I'm, Lord, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to offer it up to you. Help me to get there. I really pray you help me with that process. I really feel it's important for people to recognize that you can create your own set of bondage. And let me explain to you that Satan will be glad to assist you if you open that up, okay? Good word there. Okay. So um, I told you about Noel. I told you about the money. We talked about legalism. Don't forget the ministry needs wisdom. I'm going to talk about the ambassador program in the next segment. In the meantime, I want to get back to this section because this is like one of the greatest sections in the Bible. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 11. So I'm going to read it from verse 10. and So I'm going to ramp it up from verse 10 and go straight through to 11. Now listen to this. He has delivered us from such deadly peril. He will deliver us. We've placed our hope in him that he will yet again deliver us, verse 11, as you help us by your prayers. At, did you, whoops, what? Verse 11. Everybody's got in their Bible. It doesn't matter what translation you got. It's going to be the same thing. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 11. As you help us by your prayers. Then many will give thanks on our behalf for the favor shown us in answer to their prayers. So let's understand this from the most basic element. Paul, there he is teaching, and he's, he's, he's telling the church, he's, I talked to this church, and this church has had its problems. Uh, if you just read 1 Corinthians, you know he's like, I wish you guys would stop doing this. I wish you'd stop doing this. It's very, very nice about it. But he's just telling him, kind of, kind of, now here he's saying, look, I want you to be aware of something. This is a church that had a lot of money and could give and so on and so forth. But he tells them, you help us by your prayers. So there are people that want to get involved with different things. And I I totally encourage that. I, I, I plead with you in a certain sense to do that to wherever the Holy Spirit leads you to, drops your heart into, that you would get involved. That's perfect. But one of the ways to get involved that should be acknowledged is not just being called, quote-unquote, a prayer partner, but actually, watch this, being a prayer partner. And you get out of a verse like this, and you help us by your prayers. Paul is saying, when you guys pray for us, you're helping us. Now, I know people are praying for me every day, and I know that I'm praying for people every day. I know Aunt Deb prays for me. I pray for her and her husband and her kids, and she prays for us. And I know the same thing's going on for all of the people and for Joanne and Cordelia and everybody who's involved in this. And Eric and, and Alan, listen, this is how we help one another. And you keep thinking, oh, but it's prayer, and you don't know. God is telling us through his written word, you help by praying. And I am sick. Let me say, how do I say this? Sick and tired. Okay, maybe I should say this differently. I'm sick and tired of people going, well, don't just send prayers. Like petitioning God on the behalf of people is something small. 
I would never use the word moron against them. I might think it. I would just never say it is all I'm trying to communicate. So in Romans 15.30, it says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to join me in my struggle by praying for me. Prayer puts us into a struggle with people. It puts us into a helper position. It puts us into petitioning. When the prayers get answered, we rejoice. There's glory that goes to God. The person gets blessed or the situation gets blessed or the people get blessed. It's all good. And that's what Paul's talking about. And he goes, then many will give thanks. On our behalf, for the favor shown us in answer to the prayers. Thanksgiving goes out. This is why it is essential for this audience to move past, oh, we just listen to Christian radio. I mean, I get it. It's fun. We do fun stuff. I mean, we do do fun stuff. And it's, some of it's pretty entertaining. But there's also some really core teachings that we will not move from. And one of those is that we petition on the behalf of one another. We help one another. We join one another's struggles. We laugh with those who laugh, and we weep with those who weep. And that's what we should be doing. That's the Christian walk. Is it perfect? No. Does that mean you shouldn't go to church? No, that the, you should go to church. You should find a church. If the unit's really unhappy with the churches you've been to, keep looking. There's a lot of churches, and many of them are super-duper fantastic. And if you never give to this ministry, I could care less. What I care about is that you pray for us because that will release other things. And that's... Yeah, that's what I want. I want that stuff right there. So I am I am not just petitioning you on this ministry's behalf. I am petitioning you in the kingdom context that says your prayers help. Whether you see it, like, you know, like you see things and it's like, look at it, look at the progress. That's not how the kingdom of God operates. We sow in faith. We reap at the perfect timing of God. That's how Christians operate. We put it out there and go, Lord, bless it. And then we let him do the blessing. But we are being asked to do the petitioning. And you think, why is that? I think I know. I don't want to get too theological. But because we're connected by the Father through the Son, or by, by the Father with the Son through the Spirit, because of all that, I think it connects all of us. I just think that's like the connector, connecty thing. I don't know. I don't know electronic connections, but something like that. Oh, leave me alone. All right, here we go. Uh, here's the trivia question. The word Armageddon is used only one time in Scripture. In what book of the Bible is this word found? And the answer is the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation. Revelation 16. 16. Don't tell me that wasn't a fun half hour. It sure was. It was fun to me. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? Today is have a bad day day. I don't, I don't know. Have a bad day, day. Somebody had to take the time to name a day a bad day. I, I, I don't know. I think it's also National Men's Day, so that kind of works. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, Play Monopoly Day is also a holiday that some people like, and then uh, World Toilet Day. 
Okay. I'm not even going to touch. Not, not even close. Not even going to touch that. For those that want to know, this is the stuff I like. <laughs> this is what you get when you listen to the show. On this day in 1959, the Edsel was discontinued. That might be interesting. But this is what's fascinating. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and his friends premiered on this day in 1959. See, that... That's important. I hated that cartoon. Did you really hate Horrible. that cartoon? Okay. Horrible. I liked it. Uh, I always thought, you know, the Russians did it. Do you remember when they were going Natasha through Natasha <laughs> yeah. and Boris. They were going through this whole thing with Donald Trump and that whole thing, and people kept dropping in these uh, memes. with the, the, It was so <laughs> funny. I mean, it was some pretty funny stuff. Uh, and I will tell you one last thing, and we'll get into the teaching. We'll do trivia in the next segment. Uh, I will let you know that my wife and I got into a discussion l- last night. As we were watching television, as we were watching a show, while we're working on stuff together, and I don't have the answer, so I'm going to ask Wonder Julie. And if you call in for a trivia, you might be able to give us the answer. But we're watching a show, and in the show, there's all these people that are skydiving. And uh, uh, then the last guy goes, and uh, and I tried to say, well, it looks like he skydived. And then I was like, well, that doesn't sound right, skydived, because that's past tense. And then skydove. And then that didn't sound right. And then sky divin, that doesn't sound right. Uh, sky divid, that doesn't sound right. Sky div, jump out. I mean, what is the past tense of skydived? It just seems weird. It seems like it's a weird. Do you have any idea what it is? I don't know. I never would jump out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> It was one of those things we looked at each other and laughed because we're like, like, I don't even know the answer to this. My English is so bad. I can't even figure out how to give me the past tense. I mean, sky dove, <laughs> but it just seems like a weird word. Eh, maybe it's me. Uh, that's what happens when uh, they, uh, you know, experiment with you when drugs, when you're like one year old. Try this on him. Try this on him. That was me. All right. Let's go into Romans chapter five, verse three. Poor, poor Wonder Julie's going, what happened to you? Nothing. It's the same idiotic me. Hey, I leave you alone for one day, and the wheels come off. Yeah, the wheels. The wheels on the bus go round and round. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.